Hello and welcome to Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. Sophie Zolman is the owner and CEO of Sophie Zoe Next Level Business Court, and she's sharing the secrets you need to build a better business, take back your time, and have the best life ever. Let's get started. Good morning and welcome back to Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. I'm Sophie Zolman, the owner and CEO of Sophie Zoe Next Level Business Support. I'm really excited about today's topic. It's actually a two-part topic, and it's the beginning of a whole new series of business growth strategies, concepts, and tips and tricks to help you scale from, from where you are to a million and beyond with ease and grace, time and space, sustainably repeat time after time, and making your life easier and having more freedom to do whatever you want. Uh, and to step into your genius and really get your vision and all those ideas in your head out into the world. So the overarching theme here is 12 pillars of business success, be able to scale to a million and beyond easily, sustainably, and in a way that is repeatable and in a way that basically extracts you, the CEO business, uh, to be able to step into your genius, to get out of the day-to-day -day and all of those things. So today's part one is the first six pillars of operations, the inside of the business. There's six pillars for operations. There's six pillars for marketing. Today in part one, we're covering the operations pillars. Next week in part two, marketing. So here we go. The six pillars of operations for scaling your business to a million and beyond is number one, leadership, culture, CEO, you, how you lead and the culture you're providing for your team in your business and for your client and, and the things that go on for them and with them. Being a strong leader and having a cohesive culture is going to really smooth out the operations of the company. People know what they're doing. They're going to be, they know they can have, they have your support to be able to find out what they need to know to get their job done. They know that they can come to you and let you know of issues that are happening and brainstorm the, the, the solutions, or they know they can come to you and say, Hey, we see this. We think you could do this. And you take that in and consider potentially implementing it. And having a cohesive culture that really lets your people know that you care, that, that they're not just a number, they're not, uh, you know, a minion doing your work. You care about them, their career, their, you know, education and expertise, so to speak, meaning, you know, if they want to learn new skill sets to support you in your business, you know, encourage that, you know, encourage the camaraderie of, team meetings, occasional team parties, even if they're virtual over Zoom, really keep a strong, connected, pretty much family-like culture going with that professional oversight, of course, to keep it on the up and up. And you, as the CEO, you are meant to set the vision and the mission of the company, communicate it thoroughly and completely to your team, and be able to inform the team 
of the way you want to get that vision and mission out into the world so that they can support you in strategy and planning and implementation and tracking and all the things that are going to lead you to that million dollars and beyond. Second thing that is very much related to number one is HR, human resources. You have to have people supporting you doing the work, even the management, even to a certain extent, the planning, all of those things. It's very important to hire the right people, the right talent. And, and it's not, not just about the right people and the right talent, but it's also making sure they're in the right role and that you have the job descriptions and you know exactly what their, their role is, their responsibilities are, and the expectations you have. You can take it so far as to create KPIs for each role. What kind of goals are they supposed to meet daily, weekly, monthly, et cetera? And you're going to also need to have training and you're going to have policies and procedures. And you're going to have, if you have employees as opposed to contractors, you're going to have to look at employee benefits. Are you going to offer health care? Are you going to offer paid time off? What are you going to do if you're actually doing W2 employees? Most people in my world don't do employees. They do the 1099 contractors. So generally speaking, benefits aren't a factor. However, providing them with, you know, the occasional bonus, the occasional, um, you know, reward for meeting those KPIs we talked about in number one and doing a job really well, um, you know, post-launch, if it was a super successful launch, reward the team for the work they did to get your launch out there and make it successful. And part of this is going to allow for retention because you don't want a rotating door of people in and out. You want to be able to have the right team, talent, the people in the right places. And you want people who love what they do, who loving and growing and who love sharing their ideas with you to help make their role and or the work they do better. Third, this is a biggie, financial. You have to have your financial ducks in a row. You definitely need to have a bookkeeper and a CPA because you have no business, even if you love doing it, even if you are an accountant and it's an accounting business, you should not be doing your own books, your own accounting, et cetera. You need a CA to be able to file your taxes, about the different tax structures. You need a bookkeeper to manage the day-to-day transactions, the weekly transactions, to balance the books, to provide P&L sense, cash flow statements, et cetera. They can help you with budgeting and cash flow management, setting KPIs financially for the business. You need all that in place because knowing where your money is coming in and where it's going out and what your net profit is, is going to be key to how you put more revenue streams out there to grow your business, to make more money. You need to be financially literate to a certain level. And you need to understand what your bookkeeper is telling you, what your accountant is telling you. And you need to be sure that all of that is going well and you understand it. it that may involve having a fractional CFO or a CFO and let them do the majority of that and be able to translate it to you in the way that works for you. Definitely make sure you have key financial metrics top of mind at all times, knowing what's coming in and what's going out and where you can be not saving money because you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be cheap with what, because you need to spend the money 
responsibly and invest in your business with high level team members, the right software, the right technology, all of the things matter. You still need to keep an eye on your, your cash flow, your profitability, those things, and your financial department, so to speak, is your pillar is going to be the one thing that gets you there. Your fourth pillar is legal. That means having an attorney, whether they're on retainer or on an as needed basis, to be able to make sure that you are compliant with all online laws and rules, all email laws and rules, all local laws and rules. If you're a brick and mortar, all of those things, you need to have an attorney draft your contracts for your team, your clients, all of the things that go there. And you need to protect any intellectual property you may have that you're creating as a part of your business. So you definitely need to make sure you are legally covered in, in all aspects because if you don't leave out legal stuff in place, you are risking losing it all by, you know, being sued or, you know, defamation of character. You never know what can one have all your legal ducks in a row as pillar number four. Pillar number five is project management. The only way to get stuff done effectively, efficiently in all areas of your business is through project management. You need a strong integrator, chief of staff and project manager to really be in that high level role so that you can actually be extracted out of this the day to day and not be doing all the project management, the team management and everything, because project management is what keeps you organized, systematized and on track, getting things done. And, and that project management system is going to help you and your team know when things are due, if they're behind and the things like that. And project management tool, such as Asana, Teamwork, Trello, whatever it is, is going to be the central hub for everybody's work and a central hub where you can take a look if you want, but you should have your inner or your project manager or both, depending upon the structure of your team, looking over all of that, making sure your team is doing their work on time. If they're missing something to get their job done, they're making sure they're getting it for them, questions, they're answering them. And they're the go-between between you and the team so that they can come to you each day and say, here's the end of day report. Here's what we're working on. Here's what got done. So-and-so has a question about this task. We need this from you to complete this task, etc. And everybody gets organized and systematized and has a clear picture of what they're doing. And last but not least, which is kind of project management, since I managed project man mentioned project management tools, is your tech stack. Because we are not back in uh, the stone ages where you have to write a letter, put a stamp on it, an envelope, and send it in the mail. Yes, you can do that. And that is a very personal touch. However, if you have a list of 10,000 people, you're doing 10,000 letters. There is so much to do with technology that you can still keep it personalized. Yes, a CRM is automatic. Yes, a CRM seems cold and plain. But if you get it up right, if you create the right email copy and all of those things, you can make an automated email sound just like it came from you from your Gmail or your Yahoo, wherever you do your personal email. But you also need you know, your website. That's your tech stack. Is it on WordPress and you're hosting for it? Who's hosting it? You have your calendar tool for booking calls with your clients, potential clients, your sales calls. There are so many different technologies you need in your business. And you need to make sure you have the right ones that fit all your needs 
as closely as possible. You need to be able to use ones that can put multiple functionalities in one as long as it does it well. Just because it's an all-in-one tool, it does everything well, and you still might need to have a couple of separate tools. I mean, yes, it's great to be able to put everything in one thing, but that's usually not possible for a reason or another. But you do want to make sure you have the right tech that fits your business, that your people know how to use. And to a certain extent, you need to know how to use some of it um, just in case something comes up and we need you to get into it, you know, that kind of a thing. But generally speaking, other than your own email and things like that, you know, the tech stack is going to be hands off for you. So you need to know what you need in your business. And that's a part of what your team can do for you. You have that. If you have an integrator, uh, chief of staff, you have a director of operations, you know, those things, they and a tech team, and you can have them do that for you. So that is your first six pillars of million dollar success all the operational stuff. And just to recap, the first one is leadership, culture, and CEO. You've got to have that all dialed in and be a great leader and provide a great for your team and be a strong CEO and just be the CEO. That's the other thing. Number two, human resources, hiring team, hiring support, not doing it alone and making sure you have all the bells and whistles of a human resources department, whether they're employees or not, financial, bookkeeper, CPA, knowing your numbers, budgets, setting goals, setting KPIs, got to have it, legal, contracts, compliance, IP protection, the whole nine yards, making sure you're covered if anything happens and someone tries to come at you with a lawsuit. Number five, project management. That's organization, systematization, ease of putting tasks out there, knowing who's doing what, by when, et cetera. And last but not least, tech stack. Have the right tech for your business that's going to allow your business to run operationally, smoothly, effect efficiently, and as automatically as possible. So there you have it. Part one of the 12 pillars of a million-dollar success plan, the six key operations pillars. If you'd like to learn more about those six pillars and the other pillars at any time, feel free to go to sophiezo.com and book a call and we'll chat about it for about 30 minutes or so and I'll fill you in some more. Thank you so much for stopping by today. I look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.